You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Here's Dr. Kendra Pearson. Good Sunday afternoon, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and I am super excited for today's show. I have Dr. Adam Boonder in the studio with Hello, me. Hello, Kansas City. And then I also have Vince with us as well. How's, how's it going, as KC? As always, I was actually going to say. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we got the whole crew together, and today I want to talk about um, some real-life things that's happening right now with the cold weather and the ice and the snow that we've been getting recently and just how to stay safe when it comes to that. Because I think, you know, this early snow that we had in November kind of caught some people by surprise. Oh, I'd agree. I'd agree. And it was a lot. I think they said it was like— Seven to eight inches in the Yeah, November. in the second most snow in November. In history. Yeah, in it history. came— Fast and hard. Right. <laughs> it was kind of, you know, me, I kind of thinking of the positive. I was like, well, it's a good thing it happened early because then we can all get used to driving in the snow so that in December and January, we'll all know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. We'll was, be acclimated again. I was the guy out in the snow in the four-wheel drive toying around. So <laughs> right. I, was having, I was enjoying it. I, you know, I'm an optimist too, though. I love it. I yeah. love driving to this. You know, I was at work. Um, I realized it's a couple weeks later, Kansas City, after this, that we're kind of talking about this, but we're in the middle of the season and everyone's, you know... The snow could happen anytime, the ice. and uh, But what's crazy is that happened on a Sunday, Monday morning. You know, they were like, oh, don't go to work. But I was excited to go to work. Like, I got to work and some patients were trickling in. They were like, oh, how was, you know, you don't like driving in the snow? And I was like, I love it. It's yeah. an adventure. They're like, ooh, you maybe you're the person we should watch out for. <laughs> so you're, you're the guy that we're all worried about passing by us no, going 65. because I know the rules and I know how to do it. And I think I'm good at it, but I'm also overconfident type of person as well. <laughs> if you didn't, know, if you know me by now, right. I'm a little overconfident. But and that's what I want to talk to you guys about is if you do have to get out whenever it's snowy and icy, I want to make sure you know what you're doing and that you are prepared. If you're not confident and you don't, and you're not unsure of yourself, and you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Right. 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 Um, but it's good having you here, you know, Dr. Bender, because you're from Iowa. I am. Right? So, like, <laughs> what we get here in Kansas City is, like, nothing but a thing, right? <laughs> you're like, why are the schools yeah. closed? Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of weird. And, you know, you could go up even further, like, South Dakota and stuff like that. But in Iowa, we've, I mean, yeah, I, I've grown up a lot of snow. And my, my mom and my dad and everybody has always said, you know, I'm not so much worried about you you know, driving in the weather, it's, it's everybody else. And AKA Dr. Pearson. <laughs> no, I'm good. You know, it's, it's just, the truth is, is that we, we live in a, honestly, a society where it's, it's rush, rush, trust. Everybody has to get somewhere and they have to get there now. And I think that's really where it comes down is we're bringing this information because there are, I mean, there's over 3 million auto accidents every single year in, in the U S mm. I mean, that's, it's tremendous. And and the injuries that come from those, a lot of people don't even realize it. You know, minor impacts, um, you know, at, at less than five miles an hour can have residual effects that may last literally and, and not even show up, maybe even to a year or two down the road. And so, you know, yeah, I, I grew up in Iowa. I'm, I'm used to driving in the snow. Um, but I think the key to it is just giving yourself time to get somewhere. And sometimes yes. the biggest issue is even just getting out to the car. 
you know, is the slip and the fall that Walking. happens there. It could be and, more dangerous than driving. Right. And yeah. so, um, yeah, just the truth is anywhere that you're going, especially when there's, you know, there's rainfall, there's things like black ice that you can't even see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you, if you start to, to skid and slide, don't slam on the brakes. That's most of the time what people want to do. I think that's the number one thing. Don't ride your brakes. Yeah. Uh, if you're going, just keep that going. holds those tires and they just literally will skim right across that, that snow and that ice. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to hit the brakes slowly and lightly, but yeah, I mean, that's going to help to prevent a lot of accidents just then and there. So Right. Leave plenty of space between you over, and the car in front of you. Not overdriving the conditions, going too fast. Like you yeah. Said. Yeah. Take it easy. Don't get cocky. Pay attention. Yeah. Of course, I'm always a proponent for people actually dusting off their cars and not driving down the highway with huge mounds on their cars. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of the blind spots. Well, yeah. Well, there, right. there's nothing like when you're driving down the road and somebody in front of you has a ton of snow on their vehicle and it blows right on you and then you're blind, you know, because you're driving your, your in a windshield wi- Yeah. Your windshield wipers, you know, you can't get them going fast enough. And it's one of those things where that, that I mean, it leaves, it leaves a lot of room for error. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot safer these days now that everybody has cell phones in their car. I always worry about someone getting stuck and not having a way to contact people. Make sure your yeah. phones are charged. Make sure you have blankets, some snacks in the car in case you do get stuck for some reason. Or even you might not be actually stuck, but you may be stuck in traffic because, man, I was listening to the radio when I was on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I-35 is shut down. 435 is shut down. I-35 is shut down. Like, you might be sitting there a while. So Yeah. Well, we drove back on Monday because of the... The blizzard and everything that went through, we were up and actually we were in Iowa and, um, you know, the, the pride side of me is like, yeah, let's just go. We can make it. But then I look in the back and I've, you know, got four kids and my wife and it's like, you know, maybe we should just stop, wait, let the stuff pass. And even then, I mean, there were over 20 semis that were in the ditch on the way home down I-35. Um, and I think we counted over 40 cars Wow. And it's not just, worth it. Not it's worth, not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Towed out. I mean, it's just going to yeah. ruin your day. Yes. That sounds like a bad <laughs> yeah. day. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with this weather, I mean, it's here. You know, it's just kind of we, we've got to to realize that the snow is going to keep falling. It's it's going to be cold. Um, nobody wants to be stranded, uh, let alone going into a ditch in your car. Now, now the other fun part is that you've got to get out into the cold yeah. um, to try mm-hmm. to get somewhere. Um, so there's a couple sides to that. So well, and then of course four wheel drive and all wheel drive is to help get you going, not keep you stopped. You know, yeah. so yeah, people are always a little rambunctious. You see those guys cruising by on the highway. Didn't the you truck. literally just say you were that? I one? am that guy. Yeah. but <laughs> yeah. you know, I can get myself unstuck too. So if you don't right. have to get out, don't get out. But if you're like, you know, one of the reasons why I do drive in the ice and snow is because I have a job that you know I'm a doctor. I, yeah. You know, patients are going to come in, so I like to get to the office and I tell you what. Monday after that. I saw a lot of patients that had slipped and fell. Yeah. It was, a, you know, a lot of times we see chronic patients in our office, chronic conditions, though that Monday was the kind of day where I see emergent conditions. Like I just fell yeah. or I was, or I was shoveling. in a car accident and my shoulder is motor vehicle me. collision. Yeah. Yep. So I saw a couple patients that had actually fell and luckily didn't actually hit the ground, but caught themselves and that caused an injury. Which caused, you know, sprains, strains, muscle type injuries. Right. Yeah. So that's, I mean, going back, that's even, number one, we can take care of you. We're good yeah. at that. Chiropractors, yeah. we're awesome. You know, we can handle that very well. We can get you feeling better. But be proactive, not reactive. You know, your body is functioning optimally. You're not, you're more prone to injury whenever you have problems in your body. Yeah. And that's why it's even more important to make sure that, you know, you're, you get adjusted on a regular basis. Your spine is in alignment. You've got motion in those joints because when you don't have majority of the reason I saw my patients was because they didn't have properly moving spine. 
They don't take care of themselves at all. They went, they slipped and fell. And then that slip and fall caused that tissue to tear. They have muscle sprain strain. Now they're in a lot of pain. And now they didn't want to get out in the snow. And now they had to because they were in so much pain. You know, they're in my office. So you want to be proactive and take care of yourself. So what I want to do is give you some tips, you know, what to do. Number one, if you're unsure of yourself with walking, we see a lot of patients with knee pain, you know, with hip pain that, you know, have some issues. They Maybe they don't even have very good balance to begin with. Don't get out and walk on that ice. You know, make sure you you have someone come in and de-ice if you're going to get out and move around. Wait till it melts. We are in Missouri. It doesn't usually stay hard frozen for very long. Give it a couple days. Everything will melt. Um, Missouri, I say Missouri. I leave Kansas out a lot of times. I forget. We're on a, we're in a border we're right area there. here. <laughs> Missouri and Kansas. Like, give it a couple days. Things are going to melt. Get out. Take small steps. You know, ask for help, you know, when you're doing Absolutely. that. When it comes to accidents, you know, car accidents, get evaluated quickly. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Dr. Adam, and there's even a study out of, I think it was Yale, that said that if you can get whiplash or a soft tissue injury when you're hit at even eight miles per hour, and I think right. you even said five, there's studies that show five yeah. as well. It doesn't take much. You might be like, oh, they slid into me slowly and it was just a bump. That doesn't yeah. mean that your body didn't suffer something. Yeah. And an honest doctor will tell you if there is a true injury or not. Yeah. Get checked out. Absolutely. And we did a show on auto accidents and I just want to reference back to it, but I I believe we spoke on like look around in your surroundings. Like if you were in a, in, a, in a collision and your dash is cracked or your drink spilled, you know your vehicle is designed to to absorb a lot of that energy. But if that mm-hmm. energy transferred into the cabin of the vehicle, it will crash. It'll crack your dash. You will see some visible things. And so just think about that that effect on your body. If it's cracking your dash, that's you know made to last a long time. What's it going to do to your body? Right. The things shift around in your vehicle. Um, take pictures of what happened so you can remember because oftentimes when you're accident it's such high stress you it's hard to remember exactly what happened sure. or, I don't remember or, I didn't look you know there's even like you can even create like a little card or, or something in your you can keep in your glove compartment you can pull mm. out and say what to do hey, absolutely step one take a look around take some yeah. pictures of what's going on um talk the person that you were in an accident with exchange information gather as much information as possible and then Get if you're hurt really bad, you need to go to the hospital. Correct. Yeah. Um, but within the next day or two, get to your chiropractor. Come into our office. We can definitely take care of you. Get into proper evaluation and make sure that that you're good. Because I'm telling you what, 50 percent of people in car accidents have pain the rest of their life. Oh, yeah. yeah. We want to make sure you're on the right side of that 50 percent. Well, and yeah. then of course, like when on the Kansas side, I know this is, goes into effect, but the ERP, the Emergency Accident Reporting Plan. Like if something like that were to happen, it's good to have all this documentation. So that way, when it comes to time to figure it all out, you can go to your insurance company and say, hey, like this is what the damage that was under my vehicle. This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, let's try to get this all figured out. Because if you are injured, you want to make sure you can focus on your health and healing and not worry about insurance coverage and money and medical bills and things like that. Right. So um, so if you're just tuning in, Kansas City, we're talking about it's winter weather time and snow and ice and how to be safe and careful. So you want to stay tuned for this next segment because I'm going to get into more detail about how you can prevent a lot of the stuff and how you can keep your body healthy because you know we're all about proactive and not reactive. Definitely. And Dr. Pearson actually posted a video on her Northland Physical Medicine page giving some of these tips out in the cold, you know, all bundled up that following Monday, you know, just trying to keep people safe and keep them healthy through the holidays. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're driving, stay focused and then stay tuned when we come back on the break. We're going to talk a bit more about how you can take care of yourself and how you can be prepared in this winter weather and all that fun stuff.
You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate. I'm your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking about this winter weather and the cold and the ice and how that can actually affect your health as well and how you can be safe. I know, you know, we had that November snowstorm is like the second, you know, biggest snowstorm we've ever had in November in the metro area. And um, I will tell you, the roads were bad. Yeah, they were. Well, schools were out for two days. I mean, my roommate's a high school teacher. Some of them three. Yeah, he... I mean, he Some had been on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, like my <laughs> kids. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Like, it was like right after a break, too. I was yeah, like, look at my kids, and I was like, are you guys ever going back to school? They were like, no. not. They've got these it. big guys, and they want to go out and play in the snow and make, you know. Well, I mean, it created a lot of, of, of havoc, you know, coming winding down from the Thanksgiving weekend, all the travel. I know a ton of flights were canceled. You I know, know. That's the biggest travel day of the year as well. So, I mean, it's kind of insane that it happened like that. Yeah. You know what's crazy is when we do get that much snow, it's a – it's important if you don't have to get to work, you need to stay home. But that being the Monday after a holiday weekend, I, a lot of there was a lot of cars on the road when I was driving. Oh in. yeah, I it's because they're agree. like, I have to get to work. I haven't been to work in seven days or five days. Like I've got to get in, and because just like I had to get in, they're stressed that yeah. they're not getting their work done. Right, and then they're then stressed out about issues, it. Right? <laughs> so one thing that we were talking about um, right before we had the break was, you know, what to do if you are in a car accident. So if you do have to get out and Sometimes you could be the very best driver. It's not you. It's the other people on the road. You know, like you said, Dr. Adam. Yeah, I've, not, I'm the best driver. Right. On the, I, not so wait, much worried about no. you. <laughs> I've been in the ditch plenty of times, but yes. And that's how you know how to drive. Exactly. From <laughs> Live and learn. Right. <laughs> but sometimes you can't prevent it. There is an accident. And I, you know, I've been a chiropractor for 15 years. I know similar for you, Dr. Adam, we've treated a lot of people that have been in car accidents because- when you have a car accident, you can suffer a soft tissue injury or a whiplash injury, and that can leave you in a lot of pain. And oftentimes you end up in our office for care, but it does not take a huge accident to cause a problem in your body. So here's a couple things is, number one, there's even a study out of Yale that says even being hit at eight miles per hour, you right. can suffer a soft tissue injury, which is when I say soft tissue, that's whiplash. It's, you know, your body being taking through a large range of motion and causing tears in the tissue that can cause scar tissue buildup and pain. And 50% of people who are in motor vehicle accidents have pain the rest of their life. Which now, shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Not if it's you can take care of it early. And that's like what we do in our office. And like Vince, you said, because you've worked in the car industry mm-hmm. in the past, is you know your car is meant to absorb that force. Correct. So, and actually... If your car doesn't absorb the force, that damn that force gets absorbed by you. It's just the law yeah. of inertia. Well, it's the law of physics. I was going to build on that and saying, like, specifically when a car slides into you on ice or something, when you think about a typical automotive accident on a dry cement condition, the vehicle behind you is typically braking. So it's braking a lot of that inertia that's going to transfer into your vehicle versus on ice. that The vehicle that doesn't have any traction that's sliding into you has no way to kind of help slow itself down. Mm-hmm. So that could ca- even cause you to slide into somebody else and kind of chain yeah. reaction. And then that's even more injury can happen whenever right. you're hit, then you slide into someone and hit someone else. You have that double impact. I think so. it's imperative for people to kind of take a breath when it happens and not let their adrenaline take over. I mean, it's my dad. Well, my dad was involved in a really bad rear end collision where he was actually at a dead stop and a lady hit him going 45 miles an hour. 
Well, his natural re- reaction is to get out of the vehicle and make sure she was okay. And when it came to, you know, his effects, he didn't start feeling the pain until like the next day is when he woke up in, in like intense pain. So you know what happens after you have an injury to your body. That force enters your body and that force will cause tissue to tear. It's just the law of physics. That's how it happens. Your body will heal itself. The human body is very smart. It's right. going to heal that tissue. And it starts within the first 48 hours. The first phase is inflammatory. So you have an inflammatory phase. Then 48 to 72 hours later, scar tissue is already beginning to be laid down. Because that tissue will tear. Your body will heal it. What your body does is it lays down scar tissue. Well, we all know what scars look like. It's tissue, but it's not normal. Right. Scar tissue is weak. It's not very elastic. It's, it's kind of like having instead of like strands lined together mm-hmm. side by side, it's kind of like that whole tool of yarn all mixed and matched and right. and bundled. And it, it doesn't allow those muscles to actually relax and contract the way that they're designed. And on top of that, if, if you aren't going to the right clinic or the right place to be tested, you can even have ligament tears and ligament tears take mm-hmm. even longer. I mean, sometimes right. up to 12 weeks for them to, to, to literally heal. And sometimes they just don't as well. Right. So that tissue, it's going to heal, but it's going to heal subpar, right. so to say. Right. It'll never be the same. Yeah. But a good chiropractor, a good physical medicine clinic like ours is going to make sure that it heals properly and right. it heals in the strongest, most elastic pattern. And that's when it's, that is what it's going to set you up for the future of not having pain in the future. So think of it like this. So let's say, I mean, I'm sure if you're listening, you've done this before. You know, you you injured yourself. You hurt. You're like, oh, yeah, I hurt for a few weeks and then it got better or I was better. But then 10 years down the road, now you're working a desk job and you have constant headaches, neck pain and numbness down your arm. And you're like, well, I didn't do anything to cause this. Yeah. You remember that accident you had when you were 16, whenever, you know, you walked away, but your car like flipped and rolled and hit the pole and, <laughs> you know, you flew out. But you and, got and you're up the and, miracle story. You right, made it through. Right. right. That. Is scar tissue that built up at that time. Yeah. Now that scar tissue that is attached to your body to make it work is weak and less elastic. It's just like yeah. the foundation on your house. If that's weak, eventually you're going to have yeah. problems. And yeah. scar tissue is like weeds, quite honestly. It's, it starts in one spot. And then because things aren't moving the way that they're properly able to move, that scar tissue then builds and it creates limitations in the areas above and below and to the right and to the left. And eventually everything begins to shut down. And that process mm-hmm. takes sometimes years and that's why we're such advocates on get checked right away. Even if you feel like there may not be something going on, if you've been in a minor fender or even a major, you know, accident, yeah, I've been obviously so. call 911 if you need to. But if you're walking away from that accident, whether it's a, a fall or slip on the ice to, um, to obviously that, that car accident, get checked out. And I, would, I don't want to take up too much time, but I, I had I a, was gonna say, a story that I'm going to share in a second. Yeah. Okay. I, would just, I was just going to advocate for that as well. If, I mean, if something happens, give us a call at Northland. We'd love to get you in and get you an examination. As Dr. Pearson always advocates for, we're going to give you an honest answer. 816-452-4488 is how you're going to call and make that consultation. So if you know of yourself, a friend, a loved one, a coworker even, that experienced some sort of trauma, whether it be automotive accident or you know a slip and fall, have them give us a call. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it even takes it one step further. I mean, being out there shoveling your driveway or whatever it may be, the walkway, you know, you may have overextended something with your shoulder or swung it the wrong way and you could be waking up waking up with pain the next day. Yeah. Come see right. us. And in the next segment, I want yeah, to talk about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a patient of mine and it's, it's crazy. This 20-year-old patient that came limping into my office and I, I talked to him for six months before he even walked into my door 
And I'm going to share exactly what happened to him just from a, what we call a simple slip and fall on the ice. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. So if you'd like to learn more about Dr. Kendra Pearson, give her a follow on Instagram, where she's really active on social media, at KC Wellness Advocate is her handle there. Facebook as well, Dr. Kendra Pearson, Dr. Kendra Pearson is a great place to get a hold of her and ask questions. Of course, Dr. Adam has an Instagram as well. It's Health Rebellion KC. And then, of course, if you want to learn more about Northland, a little bit more about Dr. Pearson's practice, I would definitely encourage you to visit her website, northlandphysicalmedicine.com, or on Facebook uh, at Northland Physical Medicine. Right. So if you're just tuning in, Kansas City, you know, we're talking about what to do after you're in an accident. And so here's the thing is if you're concerned that if you actually are injured, you know, if you come into our office, we don't guess, we test. Like we'll know definitively if you suffered a soft tissue injury. There's specific testing that we can do to know and prove that that's what it is and know if you're fine. We'll be honest with you. Hey, look, you're fine. You know, put some ice on it. You're going to get better. Or, hey, no, this is an injury we need to do specific things to get sure. you better. Do like a range of motion test. Right. Yeah. So don't guess when it comes to yourself, you have loved ones, you have children in the car, family members, let's get them checked as well. There's a whole other host of injuries that can happen to kids in car accidents as well. So stay tuned, Kansas City. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what to do. And then Dr. Adam has a story he's going to share with you as well. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. And if you're just tuning in... Myself, Dr. Kendra Pearson, Dr. Adam, and Vince, we are all talking about the winter weather that we've been experiencing here in Kansas City and how to drive safely on the ice and roads, how to walk properly on the ice and roads, and what to do if you've been injured. We were talking all about, you know, car accidents, you know, injuries, whether it is a slip and fall. And Dr. Adam has a story he wants to share about a patient that he's seen and how important it is to get get checked out. Yeah, I mean... As we get older, you know, we're always worried about a slip and a fall. Do we have a broken hip? You know, what what can happen to us? And obviously the residuals of what those those injuries can have. I mean, most of the time people are slipping and falling and half of us want to laugh uh, because it does look kind of funny when we don't have control. Oh, yeah, I love but, a- AFV. I'm the, yes. king, I'm the king of biffing. But, like, but I, I will totally tell you, out, so. it's uh, it, we laugh, but some very serious, I mean, very serious trauma can actually come from that. I mean. Even from a fall, a slip and a fall on the ice, I mean, it can cause whiplash injury. It can cause concussions, mm-hmm. um, falling on your hip or your shoulder or or your wrist. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. We all go to brace ourselves when we fall if we're falling forward. That can cause broken wrists. Now, right. this this is a patient that, that I saw probably six years ago and 20-something, a very young individual. And I met him at the gym and he was just limping around and just walking wasn't a big deal. Um, he just kept saying that his hip was hurting him and, you know, he said, eventually I'll come in, I'll get it checked out. One day I ran into him and he was running on the treadmill and he had been running a couple miles and I'm like, dude, you got to get this thing checked out. Let's see what's happening. He finally came in and he told me the story that he was walking, um, out of a Starbucks and slipped on some ice, fell on his hip and he's just had pain there ever since. And this was it was like seven months prior to me actually meeting him. And I had been talking to him for a while too. And he finally came in and we took an x-ray and his hip was literally broken half. His femur, his bone, the the leg, your main thigh bone 
to the hip bone that attaches in wow. was literally broken in half. And he had been running on that. And, and so here's one thing that I will say is that everybody's pain tolerance is completely different. But if he would have addressed that right away, the, the outcome would have been totally different to the fact that I referred him out to an orthopedic surgeon. That orthopedic surgeon didn't quite believe um, that it was broken. Um, he didn't even want to look at my x-rays because uh, I was the Cairo that took the x-rays. So he took his own and he looked at him and he goes, um, how are you walking? Right. Uh, he, the poor kid had to go through two titanium uh, surgeries in his hip. The first one broke. And it's because his body had been so used to being out of position with this broken hip that it then took a second uh, surgery. So they had to cut him open twice. So when you're going through and, and you have what you may think is a minor fall just on your hip and it's sore and bruised, get that checked out because there could be something very serious happening underneath there mm-hmm. that you may not know. And so that's just kind of my, right. you know, being able to see firsthand somebody that can, can actually walk through and run through that pain, um, that may be you. And right. maybe you've already slipped, you've already fallen, and you're just kind of making it by because you can't miss a day of work or you have to pick up or you have to do. We all have these things to do, but the residuals of those injuries, they they could last a lifetime. And time is of the essence when it comes to Absolutely. injury healing. You know, the earlier we can catch it, the better off. I can't tell you how many times, and I'm sure this has happened with you, Dr. Adams, you have a patient come in that's had, you know, let's say low back pain, for instance, for they say, oh, the last 25 years I've had low back pain and, oh, it's never really bothered me too much. I mean, probably three or four times a year it gets me down and I can't move for three days, but then it works itself out and I'm fine again. And, um, oh, it aches all the time, but I just take ibuprofen and I just, yeah. you know, I just don't bend at the waist and I'm fine. But now it's so bad. It's, I'm feeling pain down my leg and now I'm here and I take an x-ray and there's so much arthritis and degeneration, even spinal stenosis in the spine and they're like, well, how did that happen? I'm like, right. well, this didn't happen overnight. And I'm like, and what has happened in the past? Do, was there any accidents, falls, accidents, any, anything? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, there was that time, you know, I slipped and fell on the ice and I landed right on my butt. And then I stood up and I yeah. fell again and landed right on my butt again. Um, and I was sore for a couple of days, but I was fine. I'm like, now it's making some sense. And, and what, peop- what caused it. people, we, we talked in the segment before about, you know, we can get these minor tears, this scar tissue that builds up and it mm-hmm. limits the movement of our spine, whether it's our neck or our low back. What we didn't say, though, and what science and research has shown is that that limited movement, it causes disc degeneration. It causes arthritis. It causes mm-hmm. these things to happen. But again, that just takes time. So we can always get back to the root as to why it's happened. We know, you know, the the physiology of it and the structural mm-hmm. side, which I've always said this, if we know what caused it, if we can begin to reverse that process, why can't we begin to reverse that degeneration, that arthritis? It may not be back to the way that it used to be, but once we start putting movement in there, that at least stops the degeneration. So disc degeneration, spinal degeneration, these are things that can be stopped. And there is an alternative to surgery or another cortisone shot or another opioid or a painkiller. How many people do you know that you know, actually, I had a patient just recently that uh, Man, you must see a went lot of Black patients. Friday, went Black Friday shopping <laughs> and was just walking and then all of a sudden had so much pain in his low back and, and radiating pain down his leg. And I was like, have you ever had anything in the past? And he's like, nope, nope, nothing, never had anything. And I'm like, so you're just walking 
on the plaza. And, and just poof. Hey, so, he, he was trying to run and get a deal at Forever 21. Don't let him fool yeah. you. <laughs> right. But and then the, the guy thing. next to him knocked him over and then trampled on him. And oh, yeah, wait. That's, right. no. that's what we've come to. But here's the thing is, imagine this scenario. So you have an accident when you're, let's say even say it was your when you're a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you were play MMA fighting in your backyard and you, you know, you tweaked your back. But you yeah. got over that really quick because you were 15 years old and you heal really fast. Yeah. And then, but you never do anything about it and you have aches and pains in your low back throughout your life, but you never do anything about it because it's never, nothing that ibuprofen can't cover up or whatever. And then you're 40 years old and you're working full time and you got two kids and everyone depends on you. And all you do is bend over to pick up the newspaper and your back goes out and you can't move. And you go to the doctor and you've herniated a disc and now you have to have surgery and now you've missed six weeks of work and income for your family. And we can trace that all back to the fact that they had that scar tissue attached to your spine. That foundation was weak. Right. And if you've been proactive about your health, had your body checked out, had your spine checked out by a chiropractor, physical medicine doctor, and have been proactive about it, and maybe dealt with your back pain when it was minor, it's so much easier to help when there's not much pain there. I can right. get you better so much pa- faster when it's early. But if you wait until it's already been herniated and you already had to have a, a doctor scrape that out and do a laminectomy and infuse your spine, and now you're at the chiropractor, yeah, I can make you feel some better, but I'm never going to erase all that damage that's happened. Right. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. And nothing is normal. It's not normal to have pain. It's not right. normal to have back pain. Maybe common, but it's not normal. It may be common, but it's not normal. It's your body telling you something is going on. And it's not always what you want to hear when you go in. You know, sometimes you're like, Oh, this back pain, you know, it's a four out of 10 and it just bothers me every once in a while. Why do I need to come so many times, you know, for my visits? It's not always what you want to hear, but it's what's necessary to get you better. It's about getting results. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing. Get to the root cause of it, figure out what that is, set up a plan, set up something that's structured to get you to the result that you want. And in my office, our team of doctors, we have really an amazing team, but we're about doing a proper evaluation, finding out what's really going on, but not just telling it to you, showing you. When the patient is educated and you can see what's happening, then you're more apt to follow a course of treatment and get better. And they're empowered. Yeah, there are x-rays that we can do. We do motion study x-rays. So you actually see which joints are not moving and why and actually explain the soft tissue healing to you and what we're doing as you're going along. When you're actively involved, you really get better results. I mean, it's not about just say, okay, here's a guy, low back pain, 10 years, here's his treatment. It's right. very individual. No two people have walked the same life, have had the same injuries, and no two people need the same care. Right. So that's how it really makes it different. So anywho, <laughs> we need to make sure. We're talking about that. But <laughs> I, I know we want to touch on other things too. I mean, yeah. getting into the winter season because it's, you know, we do get worried when, when the temperatures drop. How else is our body affected by this? I mean, we have the auto accidents. We have the slips and falls. Mm-hmm. But we're also more prone to injury, actually, uh, when it gets colder, too. Just like we're more prone to, uh, like the flu and illness, you know, immune system drops because of vitamin, mm-hmm. uh, vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies. But uh, which I really getting into in the next segment um, is going to be, you know, what what's something else that affects these injuries and, and creates that. And I think, and this is really crazy, and it's pretty simple if we think about it. But dehydration during the winter. I know. I'm very interested in this. Yeah. I'm very interested and about how we're more dehydrated in the wintertime and how that can really seriously affect yeah. our health. It's, it's like it, dehydration in the winter is almost like 
um, like a ninja sneaking up on you. You have no idea that it's coming, and all of a sudden it's a pounce and, and it's taken over. So mm-hmm. how does dehydration affect our muscles? How does it affect everything from sleep to movement? to? Um, and so we're going to get into some of the things that dehydration, how winter affects that, and then what we can do to to prevent that, which will also then affect the chemistry inside of us. So not just physically, externally, but chemically, internally, making sure that we're getting enough water and and not being de- dehydrated. Very good. Okay, we're yeah. going to talk about that next segment. But Vince, real quick, if you'll jump on sure, in. Sure, sure, sure. Well, to get away from the cold and the the injury talk, Dr. Pearson is hosting a Fit for Fabulous event at Staley Farms in North Kansas City. It's going to be a day full of women and wellness. We're going to have keynote speakers that day. We're going to have uh, group fitness classes or hors d'oeuvres and champagne are served at the door. We're going to have lots of fun vendors out there that day. A new aesthetics is going to be there. We're going to have Pure Bar. We're going to have um, lots of fun, you know, women kind of women-based businesses that are going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Dr. Pearson is going to be speaking on ketogenic nutrition that day as well. You guys so, aren't allowed? What? I mean, I mean, you can definitely join, but I think it's be more of a... Women's Day Out. So grab your girlfriends. Men and, are welcome. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Grab, you can get your eyelashes done. I said, what if yeah. I wanted to come in and find something for my wife? You sure can. That oh. would be definitely welcome. Come on, guys. Well, grab your girlfriends <laughs> and log on to fitforfab.eventbrite.com to get your tickets today. Thanks, Vince. Okay, so stay tuned, Kansas City. You want to hear how you can stay hydrated this winter. I had no clue. We got it. We got to talk about this. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I know you hear my cry. Your love is lifting me above all the lies. No matter what I face this I know in time, you'll take all that is wrong. Okay, Kansas City, welcome back. I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. This is the wellness advocate you're listening to. So I know if you're just (laughs) tuning in, uh, we are talking about this winter weather and the ice on the roads that we've been having and trying to drive safe. Hopefully all of our listeners are thawing out, you know. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, You know, hopefully we don't have any bad weather right now. But if we do, please focus while you're driving, uh, you know, with the ice on the roads. And actually, I was thinking, you know, being the optimist, like since we had the bad winter weather in in November, I think people can get used to it, get out of their system and maybe be a little bit more proactive when it comes to driving. And right. it's like almost like here in Kansas and Missouri, we get snow and ice and we get used to it. And then the summer comes and we forget it. It's like our slate is wiped clean. <laughs> yeah. We forget how to drive. And then, no, then people yeah. just forget how to drive in the rain. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah then our, Well, the rain can make the roads slick as well. Absolutely. A little summer ice. I know. So um, we talked a lot about accidents, slips and falls, the importance of getting checked. But Dr. Boonder actually brought something up that was very important during the break, which is in the wintertime, dehydration is actually a big issue when it comes to your health. And I want to talk on that a little bit. Yeah, um, there's actually a a study from the University of New Hampshire actually showing uh, that there is an increased risk for dehydration, uh, usually over the cold and winter months. And there's a bunch of different reasons for that. But Really kind of to, to break it down, we, we talked briefly about how dehydration, it can actually affect uh, muscles, so it can actually increase risk for like tears and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, whenever the winter comes, everybody always notices, uh, my hands are more cold, my feet are more cold. Well, why and what is actually going on? Well, your body, we talk about innate intelligence, you know, mm-hmm. internally. Our body knows what to do to survive. So when it's cold outside, it actually is drawing 
all of your water and everything into your core system to keep everything warm. So the heat, the blood, my belly sticking out? everything. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but but what this research shows that in cold water, the body's actual thirst response is diminished by about 40 percent, which is actually pretty substantial if you think about that. Um, and that's even when you're dehydrated, because most people think that as soon as they're thirsty, you know, they yeah, need to drink I'll water. Yeah, drink water when I'm thirsty. But typically, when you're thirsty, you're already at a stage of too dehydration. Late. It's usually too late. So the blood vessels actually constrict on your extremities, so it's drawing that blood and that fluid to the core to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that survival mechanism. You know, if if we think about frostbite with people, it always happens on the extremities. It doesn't typically happen on your core, so your chest or your belly or those areas. Um, and then because of that, there's there's a massive effect then on the kidneys as well. So you're actually going to be urinating more, but you're not as thirsty. So you become dehydrated very, very quickly, which can create a massive imbalance mm-hmm. with your minerals like magnesium um, and also your, your vitamins. And, you know, we've talked multiple times about utilizing IV bags and making sure that you're hydrated. We even have a straight-up hydration bag. Yeah, I was going to say, how can you get caught up? You could do a hydration bag, yeah. especially if you think you've gotten, your, gotten yourself too far. Yeah, and and so it's just making sure that you are are, are getting those fluids in. And my recommendation, and, and when I'm drinking water all the time, I actually uh, use Himalayan sea salt in my water. Oh, I do too. Most people think that that's going to create more dehydration, um, but it actually doesn't. It actually helps with the osmolarity, allowing that fluid to get to the cells much quicker. Um, so I always put a couple twists of some Himalayan sea salt into my water, and that's what I drink on a regular basis. So just make sure that you're always keeping a water bottle or just something with you and sipping mm-hmm. on that all throughout Remember the day. Remember to drink water in the wintertime. Like, Vince, you had a, during the break, you said a lot of times we reach for coffee or hot tea in the winter because oh, yeah. we're yep. cold, and you just realize you didn't really drink a whole lot of water all day. And those are diuretics, yep. which a lot right. of people don't realize as well. So diuretics make you urinate more, which mm-hmm. then makes you more dehydrated. So you're kind of adding to the problem when you're doing that. Now, we've talked many times. We all love coffee. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up my coffee. Um, but those those warm drinks a lot of times can create more dehydration. You know, and actually, December is uh, in the hol- this holiday season mm-hmm. is the year most people or the most time of the year people drink alcohol. Alcohol consumption is greatly increased this time of year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're bored and we're inside or, or you know, or what it is, the holidays, the stress of well, family. Getting together with getting together with friends and loved ones. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of a celebrate. And that dehydrates you as year. well. So, I mean, just be aware of your alcohol consumption this time of year as well because that decreases your immune system. I, I mean, I will say, however, if you wake up with a hangover, you should come visit us at Northland. We have a hydration bag that would be great. That, yeah, IV know, nutrition that, can help yes, you get over that. that. Yeah. headache, 816 Yeah, it's not an excuse um, to be bad. But. Uh, some other things that create dehydration is actually wearing warm clothes. Uh, it's oh. it's weird because it's it really is. It's it, The body gets very, very confused. The mind even gets confused. But when we're wearing these warmer clothes, um, we don't sweat as much in the winter like we do in the summer. You know, but you're mm-hmm. still perspiring. If, if you think about going outside and you can see your breath, that's actually, that's fluid leaving your body. So even your respiratory fluid is less during the winter. And again, you don't typically see that in the summer. It's that cold weather right. uh, change. And so it can obviously be hard on your health and, and your weight, which is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's bundled. They want to stay in. There can be more cramps and other issues that are happening in the winter. Once again, because you're dehydrated and you're not getting those nutrients, you're not getting the minerals that you you technically need. So well, I was just going to yeah. say, I've heard of people suffering from like seasonal depression as well when it gets cold outside and they're kind of cooped up in the house. 
you know, not getting their vitamin D, not getting enough water. I mean, it will definitely add to that. I mean, not being hydrated and properly nutrition. Right. Yeah. Okay. So make sure you're drinking enough water. Right. Yeah. So if you are wanting those warm teas, the warm coffee, just make sure that you're balancing that out uh, with an extra cup or two of water. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, some other things that help are just water-based foods. So greens are actually very, very good because uh, yeah. they have just a lot of water. for the romaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but making sure that you're getting foods that have a lot of hydration in them. So, you know, fruits. Fruits are also very, very good because uh, oh, they have yeah. the fluid in there too. Cucumbers is yep. good. Drink plenty of water before, during, after exercising if you're out there exercising. And that's the thing I've noticed is I, I run a lot. And when mm-hmm. I run in cold weather, I don't get thirsty. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I have to say, oh, man, I probably should drink some water. Well, since yeah, I and, just and ran part five of it miles. is, yeah, because your your external, I mean, the blood is being conserved. It's the warmth mm-hmm. is going to the core, and then that affects the kidneys. So it's going to actually push things out, but you don't get that thirst like you typically would wow. uh, during the summer. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so make sure you drink plenty of water. Make sure you drive safe out there. You know, we talked a lot about like how to properly drive and, you know, and be safe when you're out on the road. But one thing that we kind of talked about during the break and I wanted to mention is watch out for deer this time of year. Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. I mean, hitting a deer is kind of like hitting a brick wall. I mean, if you think about, you know, when you're driving, so that could cause injuries to yourself. Uh, and it's imperative yeah. to get checked out after that as well. But, I mean, it's actually, you'd prefer to actually, instead of slamming the brakes before, you know, coming in contact with a deer, you actually want to keep your foot off the brake. Just, you don't, you want to limit your risk of the front end of your vehicle diving. And then, of course, that deer being scooped up on the hood and your antlers going through the Or the people behind you or Correct. around you. Yeah, yeah. Other accident, don't, if you swerve and you end up off of the road, I mean, just be careful. Keep your eyes peeled. Watch sure. for those, those signs are on the road for a reason when they have the little deer, oh, yeah. like on the sign. Yeah. That's there well, for a reason. Apparently. And then, of course, if you do have to get out and uh, get out and about and traverse the slick pay, or parking mm-hmm. lots or sidewalks, whatever it may be, think of like a penguin. They keep their weight over their feet. Don't they, walk like a penguin. They kind of waddle, you know, <laughs> keep the weight balanced because, I mean, that's how people slip and fall. And, I mean, of course, I did work in the automotive industry for six years. So when it got cold, we'd be out walking around on the lot. Mm-hmm. I've taken a mini a tumble and landed like right on my knee. And that is the worst. Yeah. So I also want to say when it comes to walking is take your hands out of your pockets whenever you're walking. Because if you do fall and you're not able to catch yourself, you can hit your face. Absolutely. So I know it's cold and you want to keep your hands warm. You get some gloves. Get some mittens. You take your hands out of your pocket so you can catch yourself if you do teeth fall. And those beautiful noses. Right, cool. right. We don't want bruises on the face. Okay, so thank you so much, Kansas City. I really love and appreciate you all. Have Vince give us a sign off here, real quick. Definitely, of course. Give us, give Dr. Pearson a follow on Instagram, Casey Wellness Advocate, or even give her a follow on Facebook at Dr. Kinder Pearson. Give us, go to her groups. Give us some topics to talk about. Ask questions. We're more than happy to give, listen to our listeners. Awesome, and please join us at Fit for Fabulous. I'm like super excited about that and talking about keto nutrition and i really appreciate everybody for listening to our show be safe out there and please have happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays you're listening to the wellness advocate with dr kendra pearson